You're listening to the Two Lights Podcast. Join me, Robert Nicolato, and my wife, Crystal Nicolato, as we explore the words and principles of the truth that illuminate the direction and the steps on the path of life. Good morning, sweetie. Good morning. Well, we had a fun little trip yesterday to Greenfield Village. Mm -hmm. Tell our listeners about the fish. There's just a, it's like a small pond. Well, I guess it's kind of large. It's a pond in the back of Greenfield Village. And there's um, all of these, what kind of fish are those? I think they're carp, yeah. Yeah, and the kids love to feed bread to the carp. They're like small whales, actually. Yeah, they're huge. (laughs) They're so big. They will literally swim along the edge of the... So, like, as we're walking to go to this area where we feed the fish, you see this this gathering of fish right at the surface of the water. It looks like little torpedoes coming in from every direction to where we were feeding the fish. It was, It's just amazing. And uh, it's your favorite, isn't it? Uh, it kind of freaks me out. It's kind of gross. <laughs> well, they're, they're like climbing over each other. Well, I guess you could see. It's to, weird. To fish climb. It looks like Swimming it. over each other. It's like, it, it, it's just this huge stack of fish just... Yeah, they get out of the water. Slurping and splashing and it's insane. Uh, some of the fish are so big. And the turtles are the huge. The turtles. There's a giant snapping turtle. He's... It was huge. Two and a half feet long. And his, I mean, his his shell is just... It was scary. <laughs> and he looks like he's been around for a million years. He's got moss growing on him. So he looks like a, a mossy rock. Uh-huh. Um, except that his head pokes out and you see his little eyes yeah, looking at you. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So, uh, but it's a, it's, a, it's a snapping turtle. I don't know if I already said that. But it's like, you know, if he was to get a hold of you, He'd take your arm off. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So all the kids love f- feeding the fish. Mm-hmm. And um, um, Joy has named one of the fish Big Mouth. And uh, I'm not sure that she even knows who Big Mouth actually is because they all are huge. Right. And, but she just, she she'll calls, she calls to Big Mouth and it kind of cracks me up. Right. The, uh, um, but yeah, they were crazy yesterday and they were splashing and i know and you you were freaking out yeah (laughs) and uh, i get nervous because i could just see one of our kids falling into the water Um, especially robbie because he's just like such a turkey he would just get right up there and he'd trip and fall so we right we'll strap him in and he can't go anywhere right well we need to post some pictures of that yeah that was fun yeah well so I was on my walk this morning, mm-hmm. and it was one of it's one of the, those kind of mornings where it's just really clear. Yeah, it feels like fall. It feels very the, the the temperature's a bit lower, so the the dew dropped, so it means it's not as humid, and you can smell the air. You know, it doesn't smell like it's, and it does. You can smell individual things, like right. you can smell the flowers from the trees, and you can smell the uh, 
grass that someone cut yesterday. Right. Um, the pine trees, as you walk by them, you, you smell the pine, you know, and there's something about the mornings that is like that when it's like this in particular. Right. And I was just, as I was walking, I was really grateful. And, um, we've been, so it's, it's been hard for us lately. Um, so, you know, for those of you who don't know, um, my dad died of COVID-19, uh, in April and we got it at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we, we got it from him and, and that was rough. And, um, I changed jobs, Mm -hmm. which, although it wasn't, although that overall has been a good thing, that was, you know, it was the same Friday in the same week my dad died. Right. And, and then, and then there's been some ongoing things for you with, um, what they call long COVID or, um, um, long haulers, Mm -hmm. I guess. Right. And, Something we've been talking about in the mornings is just how it's affected our relation, our, our time with God. Right. And I was thinking about this morning. It's like, it was like, you know, Ezekiel cried them dry bones. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. you felt dry. Right. Does, does that s- yes, sound right? It does sound right. And, um, um, I don't know. Something about this morning felt like I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. That's nice. That's good. And it was, it was good. Um, it's, it's been a long time. It's been hard to get back into the swing of things. Right. Um, everything about this last three months has been so destabilizing. Right. And yeah, I can't even run anymore. Yeah. Yeah. There was, uh, uh, that's one of the symptoms of long haulers is that exercising is actually not helpful for your recovery. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but we've, I mean, we've been discovering some stuff along the way though, that has been, um, really helpful to your recovery. And, uh, and you've been he- hearing about people that have had it way worse than you have. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. What was that all about? I heard about, well, they were saying that it's affecting a lot of women my age, so young, healthy women. It's like 70% or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, it was bizarre. People that are healthy that didn't even have rough, because your COVID was almost worse than mine. Your lungs and stuff, Uh you know, when you had COVID. Yeah. I wasn't even that sick, and they're saying it's that's what's happening, where it's like, this person's not even that sick, and then they... Right. So it's really bizarre, but this one lady who ran marathons, um, had long COVID. And every time she'd stand up, her heart rate would go to like 180. Mm. She's insane. Yeah. So she had to lay down a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And that that happened to you a few times. Not that high though, thank the Lord. Well, the first time it was totally that high. Remember that? 180? That oh, was yeah. 160. No, it was 180. Wow. Yep. I remember looking at the numbers and I was like, mm, should we be going to the ER right now? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, when you exercise, you know, your heart rate going up to 180 is no big deal. Yeah, that's what the cardiologist told me. But when you're standing still, 
not doing anything, not provoking your heart in any way for it to go up to that kind of an RPM is pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I was just amazed by how walking and feeling like I was with the Lord. Right. You know, I was around his creation. I was able to pick up on the details of the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was really nice. Right. And it felt that that's more normal for me than what's been happening. Right. And there's this passage that I read this morning in Jeremiah. So I've been reading through Jeremiah and so this this passage reminded me of this and it's it's I feel like God puts us through dry times. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course he does. You know, he's he is God. And and that makes it difficult. Mm-hmm. But then there's in Jeremiah, you know, Israel is going through some pretty rough times. There's been a lot of sin in Israel. And so God is totally going to destroy Jerusalem. So Israel had really been going through it. Mm-hmm. And the princes and the carpenters and the smiths had all been carried to Babylon. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's this stack of people that were just kind of left in Jerusalem, but um, eventually they get carried away and Jerusalem gets totally destroyed. Um, But, you know, these people weren't the leaders who were corrupted. Um, They were normal people that, you know, were doing things correctly as far as they knew. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, a lot of times the leaders were actually lying to them. deceiving them, and so they were doing what they thought God wanted right. based on the advice of the prophets or these leaders. Right. And so God's, you know, getting the leaders, right. but these people are still a part of Jerusalem and they're watching all this happen. Imagine how distressing that would have been. Right. You know, people are getting killed. People are losing things. People are... Um, all the leaders that you thought were important are have been carried away to Babylon. Right. So here's here's this verse though. It says, um, "So Jeremiah has this." So I I digress. Jeremiah has this dream about these two baskets: mm-hmm. basket uh, this basket of good figs and a basket of evil figs. He said they were so evil that it was like no no one, no one's eating these figs. Mm-hmm. And the interpretation of his dream is, is this. Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, like these good figs, so I will acknowledge them that are carried away captive of Judah, whom I have sent out of this place into the land of the Chaldeans for their good. For I will set my eyes upon them for good, and I will bring them again to this land. I will build them and not put them down. I will plant them, and not pluck them up. I will give them a heart to know me. For I am the Lord, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God. And they shall return unto me, 
with our whole hearts. There's something strange about that idea in that verse. So these people were doing right, but God is still giving them a heart to do right. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like when, you know, it, it's got a deterministic kind of a feel to it. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, I'm going to do this. God says, I'm God. But at the same time, he's acknowledging the good figs and the bad figs. So there's obviously an element there of uh, they did something right. Right. Um, so I, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Um, I kind of felt like uh, that on my walk today. It felt like a returning of God. Like right. a giving me a heart. It's almost like I couldn't find the right path up until then. Right. But there was an element of me wanting it. It's not like I was totally like, right. you know, forget this. Right. Which I've seen happen before right. with people who who have suffered. And... And again, this is not putting it on me necessarily because there's a, there's a God element here because it's like, if he didn't plant me, if he didn't, doesn't bless me, eventually this kind of stuff would crush me. Right. It would crush you. And I thought that was really encouraging. Right. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, I kind of had that feeling the other day after counseling. Uh-huh. When I went to counseling just to start to deal with uh, some anxieties I've had since being sick, I felt that way after counseling. Like I felt like the Holy Spirit was present in my life again in a way that was really familiar, but that has been really lacking. And like you said, it's not like I haven't not wanted to be with the Lord right. in these three months, but it's just been so difficult. Right, right. So, yeah, it was almost like a famine. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want rain. Right. For crying out loud, you know, I'm a little piece of grass on the ground that's choking. Right. But it wasn't there. And there was no amount of anything that my effort changed any of that. Right. So, yeah, it was, it's very strange to be in that place. Mm-hmm. And it, and would you say it, it just kind of rocks your faith, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, and t- tell us about that counseling session in particular. You you did some stuff prior to that I think was a part of how that all turned out. I just prayed that the Lord would bless the session and that it would be useful and helpful. Right. And how did, how did you know that it, that was actually what happened? I just afterwards, when I I felt communion with the Lord again for the first time in a long time, Mm -hmm. that to me was confirmation that that was a helpful and useful thing. Right. And what what about your counselor? Yeah, she said too that she felt like um, it was blessed by the Lord in ways that she hadn't anticipated. Right. Yeah. You, You had told me after your interaction, because you were excited about it, that she had said that, you know, you were self-aware 
in a way that she and she doesn't see in clients. Mm-hmm. What what there was a particular comment that she used though. Um like you were for as as a client goes that you were a a premium client, I guess. Just because I she thought I was self-aware. I Very guess. self-aware, yeah. So and that that's what's so strange about being where we've been is that we know what we need, right? It's right. like, man, I, I want to get back to something that's normal. But it was like, you couldn't get there. Right. So I, I, I feel like things are starting to, things are just starting to turn. Mm. So what, what would you say to someone who's kind of like in the middle of it, though? What do you say to someone like that? Probably just keep doing the, the next thing in front of you and... Not throwing the towel in. Yeah. It's so tempting not being drastic. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because I've even felt during this time, like, maybe I want to put my kids in school. <laughs> and it's like, I've never felt like that before in my life. Right. But it's just been a temptation when I've been feeling so bad. Like, right. And it's like, that's probably not the best time to make a decision like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel you. It's... uh It's like you're kind of stumbling around in the dark mm-hmm. and you're tripping over stuff and you're not even sure what it is. Right. And, uh, you know, we, we've not been as present in church as we normally would be. We've been... Because um, I've been sick. Yeah. And we've been avoiding um, interactions with people just because it's... Uh, it's been difficult to do that. And, um, I mean, even, even our last podcast was a total fail. Um, we, uh, this is actually a second recording because the first one just, you know, it didn't work out. Right. And it's, it's been really difficult to focus into, uh, and I, I know that's not unusual. Right. And I know that there's times where the Lord's like, hey, this is going to be hard. Right. I was reading in First Thessalonians 5.18. This is, uh, let them that suffer. Wait. That's First Peter. Oh, that is First Peter. And everything give thanks. And everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I know we're going to get to that place. I'm not in this, and I'm, I don't think that he's necessarily saying that you're going to rejoice in the midst of the suffering. Although I know that that did happen. Um, even the, there's a famous story in the Bible where Paul and Silas are in a prison and they're singing. Um, they had been beat and they were locked, you know, they were fettered so that their hands, their feet were chained up. None of which would have been very comfortable. And, um, I'm not sure that they were singing while they were being beat. You know what I'm saying? Um, but as soon as, you know, that pressure was gone and they had their wits about them, they were able and willing to sing. And I don't know. I, I kind of feel like we're getting to that place in this trial period that we we've been in. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
you know, there, there's still a lot to do. Right. Um, you know, we're getting, we're getting ready to sell our house, which is kind of insane. Um, I kind of felt like we were going to be here forever. I was hoping we'd be here forever because this is a, this is a really cool house. Mm -hmm. Um, we've done a lot of work to it, but, um, the job, the, the, our, my new job is so good that we're like, you know, we want to be closer to work. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're to add to everything else that we've been doing. We're um, preparing to sell our home. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff about that that's difficult. Mm -hmm. But um, really looking forward to a change. I know you're excited about that too. What about that is exciting to you? I just really love the fall, and we're going to be changing in the fall. Yeah. And that's really, it's fun because you start school with the kids too. And it's just a time of doing new things. Yes. And so in a, in a new place, that's going to be really exciting. Mm -hmm. Imagine having Christmas in a new place and, um, with just a new situation. Right. Um, one of the things that we're really angling for is a larger yard for our kiddos to be able to mm -hmm. bebop around in. I feel like the Lord's blessing. And I think I think we're going to see what happens, but I really feel like the Lord is going to give you a new heart, that he's giving me a new heart, and that when we look back on it, we're going to be able to say, he is God. Mm -hmm. You know, blessed be his name. Um, our, our Jerusalem burned down for a while, but it wasn't forever. Mm -hmm. And... Um, that we would be able to, I feel like we can number ourselves with the good figs, you know, that we're still looking to the Lord. Although I kind of feel like we've been plucked from a tree. Mm -hmm. I suppose time will tell. So what would you say um, along those lines has been coming out of the Bible as you've been reading it? Um, I'm reading in Isaiah, and yesterday he was talking about... Um, Praising the Lord. Okay. <clears throat> I was reading in Isaiah 12, and it says, O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou was angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. Mm. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Mm. And so that kind of goes along with what you're saying. Yeah. And I remembered reading that a long time ago and really thinking about that chapter. So I read it yesterday and I was like, I remember thinking about this chapter before. And it seems like a departure from these other parts of Isaiah that I've been reading about prophecies about Babylon and right. Syria. Yeah. And so that was good. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. It, it's very hopeful. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there wasn't, a lot, there wasn't much hope at that time. Right. And uh, I know for Jeremiah in particular, it's like... Um, there was plots against him. And uh, I think next time we'll end up talking about it, I think. But, you know, Jeremiah's thoughts on it were 
Lord, why have you deceived me? Right. Um, I'm cursed because of the words that you've given me to say. Right. He's like, you know, I wanted to hold my peace. I didn't want to tell the truth because um, everyone fights against me was kind of the idea. Right. Every time I open my mouth for the word, for, for you, Lord. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he was, you know, he was thrown in jail, you know, there was there wasn't one day where he couldn't have starved to death down in a pit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, God is faithful. He was faithful to Jeremiah. He'll be faithful to us. I mean, we've got a lot to look forward to. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, is there anything else? I don't think so. All right. We'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to the Two Lights Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and tell your friends. Or email me at twolightspodcast at gmail.com and we'll add you to our weekly mail list. Additional information about this episode and supporting Two Lights Podcast is in our show notes. And on behalf of the Nicolato family, I thank you. Thank you.